Who's who's hosting it? Who's the host? Dead, you're the host, mate. Huh? You're the host, mate. You're the definitely not, the, not, the not today. <laughs> definitely not the MC today. I'm just I'm just participating. Mic check. Are you receiving? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not gonna lie. I was. I've been a little bit excited about it this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It hit me about two o'clock. I was like. I get to talk bants about football again. <laughs> I can MC it if you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be the MC. Oh, ben, remember you got to do the uh, obligatory cough at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready with the cough. I'm ready with the cough. <laughs> right, check one, two, one, two. Good luck. Receiving. Easy, geezer. I'm good, fellas. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Football's coming yep. off. Coming <laughs> over. <laughs> 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 Um, Demolo, are you there? What's up? I'm June 17th. I'm there. Saudi. Benny. Yeah, I'm going to go. 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 i I'm going are you there? Are you? Is this like I'm, I'm, I can't speak my native? You only. <laughs> <laughs> like what? 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 What do? You, what do you not think I speak with my dad? Do you think I said that to speaking the Queen's English? Listen, I have a question because nobody answered my question the other day about oh, the question. rice and white spoon and the plastic plate. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know what? I I I don't I don't know the I don't know the like reason behind it, but honestly, I do think it tastes better. Like yeah, I'm best, telling best. you, I think it's a it's a mental thing, but I, all I know <laughs> is it's better. That's what I'm saying. I think like it's probably a situational thing because mm. when you're having a plastic fork or like plastic plate or whatever, you tend to be out and about or like at a barbecue or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, unless you're telling me you sit at home in front of your TV with like a paper plate, like <laughs> yeah, listen, if you don't want to wash your plate, if you don't want to wash plates, yeah, that's the way forward, bro. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I, I can tell, I can tell so many people were bachelors that they live by themselves for quite a while. <laughs> ben actually said, "I was like, yeah, I ain't washing plates. Fuck that. Where's that plastic spoon? Where's the like, goddamn? You're stitching on yourselves." Listen, has to be done. To be honest, I've never done that apart from the African parties. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have, I have siblings. You know, they're my mates. You know what I mean? I'd be like, "Yeah, take my plate." Talk about abuse of power and authority, right? Goddamn. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm going to jump off in about seven minutes because I have to work train. Or you could keep recording and we'd have a live audience. <laughs> yeah, we'll just random people. There's <laughs> people clapping in that. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to arrive at 8.51. 8.51, I'll be waving, bro. All right, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's done. I'm joking. Okay. I'm um, joking, I'm joking. Wait, hold on, can actually, can you, is it, are you going to be quiet or is it going to, you still making noise? Um, I'm going to be quiet for five minutes. Yeah, but what about, the back, what about, what about the background noise? Um, it's going to stop now. For five minutes. Beautiful, let's go. Are you ready for the cough? Yeah, Man, yeah, yeah, I'm suddenly realizing the pressure that Deji had every week. Heavy wears the crown and all that. Okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> oh man, I shouldn't have coughed. Okay. Okay. How people get cold on. <laughs> you can't cough on the, when the coronavirus is killing thousands of people. Like, just, no one's allowed to cough into the mic. No okay, one's allowed right. to cough into the mic. No coughing. <laughs> cough away. The leave, leave the room. Okay, right. <laughs> so now we're all in. We're going to jump right in. Um, and really, the topic that we want to look at straight away is just football in general and whether. I'll read it. We can edit that. Out. The, 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 the tannoy is snitching on someone. <laughs> um, so, the topic that we want to jump. <laughs> the tannoy is like, I will not be ignored. <laughs> Are we done now, Kalechi, or? Huh? Oh, that wasn't me. That was me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, so um, the topic that we want to the topic we want to jump Wait, in. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna be back in two minutes. Sorry. 
<laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, good. Okay, so the topic that we want to jump in and talk about first. Of all. Good evening, welcome board D twenty forty five service two Clapham Junction, um, all stations Webby Central, Shepherd's Bush, against Olympia, <laughs> West Clapham, Pier Wharf, and Clapham Junction. We're leaving about hundred, no, two minutes. Thank you. <laughs> oh my disguise! <laughs> well, I want you to know we run a professional podcast here. <laughs> and that can... Oh shit. Okay. Oh, I'm back right. who, who, who's, who, who's editing this? Right, let's move on. Yeah. Before Kalichi needs to make another announcement. Let's move on. <laughs> like How are we moving on? All right, see you yeah. later. Thank you. <laughs> this guy, I think he... I think he oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think this guy doesn't realise. Kalichi, do you know you're on... We can hear everything you're doing. Oh, snap. Oh, sick. Oh, snap. Oh, I thought I'd leave this. Oh. Welcome to this week's episode of Being on the Train. Or Being on the Train, isn't it? This is Thomas the Tank Engine podcast, bro. <laughs> oh. All right. I, I think we're going to have to run Demola. Do you mind saying that all again? Because I don't... All of no, that. Do you know what? We're, we're, let's, let's start from the beginning, because editing this out is going to be long. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Just start right from the beginning. Okay, hello and welcome to Bandit Football Fans Podcast. We're back after a little break and the reason we're back is because football has been back. So just today it has been announced that the Premier League will be starting on the 17th of June. Uh, the Bundesliga has been going for a couple of uh, weeks now and we thought that now was a good chance for us to come back in and just have a little look and see what football is you know, saying. Now it's back. Um, it's been a couple of months. Uh, so first of all, we're going to introduce who's on. So I'm Ben and I'm a Liverpool fan. Um, and then if we just, the rest of the guys, uh, if Kelechi, you want to go first? Yes, sir. Um, my name is Kelechi and I am an Austrian and, and a Chelsea fan. <laughs> what, 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 wait, is, is nationality now what we're throwing up there? We're throwing up nationality? Okay. <laughs> okay, and we have another Chelsea fan in the house, uh, Callum. Yeah, what's good, people? Callum here, Chelsea fan. Oh, what's your nationality? You're British, Austrian, German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beautiful. Moving across yeah. London, we've got an Arsenal fan. Uh, oh, Gamal, yeah. This, this, is, uh, this is D. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm British by way of Nigerian parents. Oh, <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> we also have one more person that supports some trash team. Oh. So, uh, if you want to introduce yourself, it's not very nice, is it? It's not. That's not nice. <laughs> it's starting. Yeah, it's, uh, it's stagey here. Uh, you know, my United fan, and I am a child of God, so I'm from Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, a big topic around football at the moment is going to be the coronavirus, as it is around the world, and how it impacts football. Um, so, one of the first things that we really want to look at is we want to look at whether or not football should we open at all. So, obviously, the Bundesliga has been open for a couple of weeks now. It has gone very well from what we can look from the outside. Um, but given that it is a pandemic across the world and it is, you know, affecting a lot of people and affecting a lot of societies, is it right for us to reopen football ahead of a lot of companies and shops and other things which are more perhaps a part of our everyday life? Does anyone want to jump in? Oh, yeah. But uh, as much as... I think it's good that it's come back because I think it, it had to eventually, apart from the fact of, like, from the capitalist point of view, the amount of money that's been put into the league, especially the Premier League, I think football had to come back at some point. Um, also, like, it's, it was necessary because there was, a, there was a lot, especially the Premier League, it was very murky what was going to happen with certain positions, like the top four is yet to be decided, the bottom three yet to well. be decided. Yeah. Okay. I, think, I think the top one might have been decided. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. Why you need? You feel like every once in a while, like you feel like Liverpool fans just need to be punched in the face. But like, <laughs> like, and, and, and any kind of any kind of like he's getting obviously now. A couple of weeks ago, when they were saying they were going to make the season all null and void, man was ready to riot. But like, <laughs> no, I was uh, not. Anyhow. We will get to my view in a minute. But yeah, yeah, carry on. Okay, cool. Anyhow, like, yeah, the league, it did need to come back and finish it some way. And reasonably, I think, quite frankly, really and truly, if we're going to be honest, the 
the way it's been brought back, it's been better managed than freaking the way the government has had with this <laughs> lockdown anyways. So, like, I know that is a low bar, but still, it needs to be said. They've, they've handled it quite well. Teams have handled it quite well because um, I think, like, Man United was already, like, going about trying to refund some fans because, you know, you ain't going to see the matches anymore so far, so you might as well get a refund on that, which is actually a good approach because then it kind of shows, like, you know, football fa- like football teams are acting in a particularly, like, responsible way in how they've managed it so far. So depending on how it comes back, and I think the Premiership was smart in that they went the first league to reopen in that they waited to see, like, okay, the uh, Bundesliga came back and apart from the lack of noise, well, the noise from the benches, but apart from the lack of noise, it's, um, like, it's still a good football match. Like, uh, Bayern and Bayern and Dortmund played, and that was a high-quality match all through without the fans. It doesn't feel the same, like, without the fans, but it's still good football, right? And before, because I know there's going to be someone that's going to feel smart and is going to try this shit, don't bring Arsenal when it comes to stadium atmosphere and vibes, because I know someone's <laughs> going to do it, right? And, and, and I'm preempting it, and I'm telling you right now to suck them up. <laughs> I've got a full page of empty stadium jokes. See, I knew it. I, I knew it would be Ben, because that brother is always ready with that shit. Don't do it. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> See, you know what? This this some bullshit. Okay, moving on. Next person, go. <laughs> I, I, I think um, I personally not gonna lie to you. I don't care because other than first place, yeah, other than the first place in the situation, Liverpool's always gonna win it. Well, not always gonna win it, but from what halfway through the season or even a quarter way through the season, you knew they were gonna win the whole thing anyway. So if they decided, oh yeah, we're not gonna carry it on, and they decided to give Liverpool the league, they should have just given Liverpool the league from the beginning, anyways, regardless. I know it does affect like the bottom three and all that stuff and whatnot. I feel like the bottom three, some of them are shit. They were never going to get past where they were getting to anyways, regardless of whatever the situation is. And I do understand why they had to bring it back. But essentially, all of it is to do with money. That's all it is, man. It doesn't, it's nothing other than that. If we're looking at it from a health perspective, it shouldn't really restart. Do you know what I mean? Um and also as well, if you look at a lot of the comments that some of these footballers are saying, in specific, um, Dini, yeah, uh, mm. Tradini, you know, he said it perfectly. He's like, well, you're turning around telling everyone, you know, two meters and all this stuff and whatnot, but because of football and whatnot, you want us to now stand in the box or barge each other and whatnot. Imagine, right? Because think about it, the amount of footballers that spit on the pitch and, you know, cough and clearing their throat, all that stuff and whatnot, you're telling me you can't spread it that way. Mm. Right, it's exactly, there's no difference. There's no difference to it. You know so I mean? this but, is one of the things which, like, and a lot of the players have said it in the Bundesliga, is like you can be up for a corner and you can be like wrestling with a defender, yeah. but then if you score that goal, that you know, score a goal off that corner, you can't then hug your teammate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've been wrestling with the opposition guy. Two seconds later, it's like, oh, you can't. You have to touch elbows. Well, it's like, well, that's not going to help. Like long term, yeah, like you know what I mean, like. And they're not allowed to um, pick each other up, right? If they're on the ground. No. It's dumb stuff like that, man. So dumb. But this is is going to affect Neymar. But this is why I highlighted that. It's just, it's all money in it at the end of the day, man. I mean, if it comes back, I'm happy. It's it's good. It's enjoyable. Something to watch, isn't it? You know I mean? I'm finished with Netflix. I'm finished with (laughs) BBC. It's, it's getting it's annoying in it, man. And I do want to watch how, football. How you finish Netflix, bro. There, I can't. I don't know what else to watch. <laughs> yeah, bro, I've watched it. Don't get me wrong. There's some things I don't want to watch. Yeah, like I look at it and like, nah, this, this is dead. Man. But bro, it's, it's, it's not that bad. Yet. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad yet. But yeah, man. Now nah, it'll be good to to for football to come back on. And like D, you were saying as well. I mean, there's no fans there, which makes it a bit weird. But yeah. if we're still getting good, high quality matches, then happy days. So, Callum, you got an opinion? Um, yeah, pretty much all in line with what's been said already, mate. Um, it's just it's all about money. The players are commodities that people can't afford to lose money on. Um, it's that simple, really. Um, I think if it was down to anything else, it wouldn't happen. Just like it seems to be, there's one rule for a group of people and another group, another rule for another. <laughs> but I guess. We're gonna- Oh, Callum, get it political. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's my view, really. It's, it's, uh, to be honest, it's, okay. it, it's uh, expected. What else do should we come to expect from the world that we live in these days, isn't it? It's just money-driven, really. 
but, but here's here's the question though. Like, so we've seen we've seen the Bundesliga comeback. We've seen like how like would you say like from the matches you've watched, is there like a does it feel any less competitive? Like, does it seem like the players aren't giving their all? Or because if we're looking at it just from the standpoint of like, okay, we have to finish mm. the league, and like, because we want to finish the league, let's remove the money for a minute. Like, the players are they still giving the same quality? Because I thought the players were still giving the same quality of play. Like, it's a bit muted because like um, you, you you miss the usual beats of like you know proper support. Like that does a good skill and there's a reaction and all that. Because when you when it's only the benches that you're hearing shouting, it's not the same as a full stadium. But like I thought, the players were still kind of relatively competitive. For me, them. mate, the there's kind of one word ish to sum it up, and that's pre-season. It feels like a pre-season game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's competitive in the sense that you can see the players personally kind of want to like make their stamp on it, but um, it's not the same. So this is the thing mm-hmm. for me, and like I'll just throw it out there: I don't think football should reopen. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a hypocrite. Because I've watched like twelve games of Bundesliga <laughs> since it's reopened, but I don't think oh, it's good. You? I will watch I, I would, so yes. much Premier League when it comes back on it, and it's seven days a week. I will watch so much Premier League. I will love it. I will probably bet on it, but <laughs> I don't think it should. From a health and safety perspective, I think like it's not even necessarily the health and safety. It's just kind of like the image that you're setting out, and like Callum kind of skirted around this topic, and I don't really want to like jump on it too much but it's like we all need to be doing the right thing and it's like the message that you're sending like if you're reopening football and people are watching that but then if I go around my mate's house for a barbecue I have to stand two meters away and if I go to the toilet I have to rinse down everything in the toilet and the message mm. I think is getting a bit confused mm. Shout out um, but I'm watching all the Bundesliga like I'm learning all the German players it's brilliant I've won quite a bit of money on it <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hypocrite um, <laughs> But in terms of the, the the actual gameplay, like I don't think teams are having. There doesn't seem to be gears involved, so like because they don't have that crowd interaction, mm. you don't have that kind of like you can't pick up. So like if you look at RB Leipzig, they demolished the other day, demolished the team they were playing, and then yesterday they couldn't seem to get into like even second gear. Like it was quite slow and ponderous, and I think. That's the thing that football is going to miss. And you can see that with a lot of away teams winning. You don't have that fan support going, agitating and getting you moving forward. Um, and like even, I don't know, I'd like to, I'd actually quite be interested from a player's perspective, whether or not they have any idea kind of what the time is or like anything like that. Because when you're at matches and you get towards the end of the half and it's still 1-0 to your position or whatever, you get more agitated. And I think that gives fans and ide- uh, players an idea of what's going yeah. on like yeah, yeah. I'm wondering how it's affecting them psychologically more than anything mm. Mm. I think like much like we've said due to the amount of money in there any kind of complaints that the players will have I think it will most likely just boil down to um, really and truly just some like someone will throw up the idea of hazard pay and that'll be the end of it <laughs> because no, it's it's true though. Like, cause like at some point, I'm even surprised it hasn't come up yet. I think on 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 the low, if say for example, in like six months time, like when all of this is behind us, hopefully all of this is behind us. Someone says, "Oh, the reason why the players were willing to come back was because you know hazard pay was suggested." I'd be like, "Yeah, I knew it." Because yeah, but- eventually, it it's it's what it is. Because and here's the thing: much like Ben pointed out, we can all we can all go and go. Oh, from an ethical standpoint, on the outside, I just don't think this should be happening. But then in the sli- you're going to decide that slight text of like, so when is Arsenal playing again? <laughs> and, and, and that's pretty much it. Because honestly, like really and truly, like I work on the rail. Like every time I'm working and I'm on the trains and all that, every day that I'm working throughout this entire like pandemic is me playing Russian roulette. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there might be a day I'm going to come back with it. I mm-hmm. don't know. But like I've had colleagues die from it. It's not been a good time, right? Mm-hmm. So but one of those things where with like, one, it's the league is coming back on the 17th. In the UK, the lockdown, people are already saying like shops are going to be open in like the first, second week of June. Mm. So it's going to be in line with that anyway. So at this point, I'm not even I'm not even going to pretend like this isn't me trying to justify my bullshit or like, <laughs> yeah, it's still the league now. So right now, like, you know, I'm not I'm not like really like Ben said, really and truly, they sh- we shouldn't be, it shouldn't be coming back. 
But it's also that thing of like, we have to recognize the amount of stakeholders that are involved in this. Like even just for this period of all this time that the football has been out, everyone, all football fans and even football clubs have kind of accepted that this transfer window is going to be dead. Yeah, like, 100%. United, apparently United is looking to take about like a 118 million loan just to see like, you know, if they can use it to buy players or some shit and that. I have to go like, if that's what you're resorting to and... Like, whoa, 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 whoa. The Arsenal fan is saying resorting to loans. <laughs> Sorry? No, no. Like, if, if you let me finish my point... All, I'm, see, saying, <laughs> my all point. I'm saying is I've seen the, the statements from Sunny Day Loans with Arsenal at the top. <laughs> If, if you all will let me finish, what I was going to finish was like, if a club as big as Man United is going, literally resorting to taking out loans, again, you know that that's like, that's how bad it's going and that everyone, like everyone's revenue has been hit. And then, and this is another thing that someone actually pointed out on Twitter, I forget who said it, but it's like, you look at the cash flow of so many clubs, they actually need this money. Whichever way it is, they need this money and they can't afford to like refund anyone, like all the broadcasting rights, all the money that's been paid out. They can't give it back. They've already been spent. Mm. So the league coming back is like essentially everyone is just it's one of those like really bitter pills that we have to like you don't want it to happen, but if it like it's 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 kind of it's kind of like when something bad happens and then something good comes out on the other side. It's just kind of like <laughs> I'd rather, I mean, like I'd rather but you're gonna be like, oh, but I'm gonna take the hit, and that's it. Like, I think this 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 is one of those things where we really like, as, as football fans, if, and I think this this is saying a lot. Like, the only reason why we're even saying this is because it came back. If the league hadn't come back, we wouldn't be having this conversation, and we'd absolutely be okay with the with like you know everything being the way it is. But because they're giving us the option, now we get to go. We get to be a bit more. Um, what's the word? introspective and, and analytical about it of like, oh, should they have done that? Should they not have done that? And all that and all that. Because depending on who you follow and who you argue, there are already people who are arguing that if the pandemic is here to stay or the virus is here to stay, we might as well just go on with our lives. It's a very ridiculous standpoint, standpoint nonetheless. And that, I think that's, what, that's part of why Corona is so different to all the other things we have to deal with. Like 2019, 2020, I just need to go in the bin. Quite frankly, but yeah. <laughs> I think I think to answer I think to answer the question that you asked earlier on about players giving it their all, yeah, even with uh, an empty stadium, all that. You got to remember these men are still working on bonus as well. You know, they got goal bonus and this bonus and yeah. this bonus, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Huh? Rashford has to make that money. Yes, 100%. <laughs> he has to make that money, bro. Because <laughs> we got things to do. We got Champions League this season, fam. But yeah, yeah, no, he, he, yeah, everyone's still got their bonus and all that stuff to work out. And uh, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, money doesn't stop, man. Money keeps on going. And if there's a way to earn it, regardless of the stadium, if the stadium is packed or not, these men are gonna do it, innit? They're gonna do their best. To, they're gonna do their, their best to, to get it. So yeah, at the end of the day, like, like you said, man, it's it's all down to money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is if it wasn't for that, we, like you said, we won't be having this conversation. Mm. But should it start? Mm, I don't think so, you know, for health reasons and stuff like that. Because the only thing that's going to come out, and God forbid, the only thing that will come from this is, you know, a football, a match was played on Wednesday or Friday. Someone's family uh, member from one of the players got it. Do you get what I'm saying? And then we're back to square one again, and it's just a big, massive waste of time. Well, this is one of the things. So I was watching one of the matches the other day that I don't believe should be played. Um, but the commentators were talking about it and they were there like, um, it was a bit of a weird, uh, they were like, oh, it's obviously gone really well because there's no one's tested positive for coronavirus in the Bundesliga. And I'm like, but that just means that you don't have, like the real test will be if like Man United are playing Liverpool and one of the Man United players has it and doesn't realise it, what will then yeah. happen? And I think that's the thing, like, I think the thing that worries me is they've done a lot of, um, there's been a lot of announcements in relation to how they're going to get people doing. And, you know, as the Mola said, they had quite an organised rollout of it and they've had votes about whether they should, you know, redo training and they've had votes about whether they should do physical training and this and that. That's all been very good. But I feel there's been like a dearth of um, information about what they've got in place to shut it down. Like, I've not heard what will happen 
if they play a game on a Saturday and then on a Sunday someone tests positive for coronavirus. And for me, that's the worry. Like, it's all fine being prepared ahead of time, but when that happens, what then happens? To be honest, then, I don't get what the whole point of all of those measures um, they take for the training and stuff like that where they say you know everything's regimented you know whatever whatever way it might be if then they like we were talking about before they go up for a corner and they got guys breathing yeah, in their yeah. face like literally down their throat i don't understand it then they're just gonna go back to the training ground <laughs> you know what i mean like, I, I don't understand it i mean the positive is yeah if they needed to track where it came from they've got VAR, so <laughs> that's a yeah. good thing <laughs> 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 Yeah, but how, how long is a VAR decision going to take? Well, <laughs> this, 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 is is to, this is it. It will take, it will take as long <laughs> as it takes. <laughs> as long as it takes. <laughs> it's going to be like 2027 and VAR is going to come back with, oh, by the way, it was this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> nice one for that. Uh, I do get though. I do get why they're doing like they're trying to do the training and isolation and that. It's kind of like it's it's the same with how when we're in public, they tell you to like wear the mask and um, still stay apart. I think it's it's just about trying to minimize the like the infection vectors. You don't like if say for example someone had it. People, the person that's still going to get it, still going to get it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. just like at this problem at this point, I think they're just trying to go. As long as they don't catch it now, and then they catch it after the match, <laughs> that's fine. So, that's one less game that, in the contract, right? Exactly, right? So it's it's kind of like every like everyone has to do. And also, the thing is, like they you you have to look at the what's the word? You have to look at the the public relations of it. If 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 the t- teams came out and they're like, yeah, totally full contact training, someone there's someone that's going to pop up and go, that's very irresponsible. So before anyone can call them out on that shit, I'm thinking the, the teams are just thinking like, right now, I wish Ramon were here. I could tell him about the Arsenal training video. <laughs> but like... <laughs> we'll have the Arsenal training correspondent live, right. mate. You know? Yeah. Uh, you, you, look at, you look at the training, but it's very selective, the pictures that they show you. They show you everyone distancing and that. But you already know, if they're going to do corner drills, of course everyone's going to get in the damn box. And if they so everyone is get like they're tailoring the contents for you know for how it is. Apart from the players that have actively stood out and said they're not like they're not doing group training, like Conte at Chelsea, he's been very specific. He's like he's not doing it on like so he's training away from the team. And according to some reports, he's okay with that. He's not worried about the the steps Chelsea has taken. He's quite happy with what Chelsea's done. He's worried about what other teams are doing. So it's it's one of those things. Like this this I think this is why the virus is so like insidious is that it doesn't matter what you're doing like all you need is one idiot on the other side you can do it and then you everyone gets fucked so it's it's one of those ones so like i, I again like i think we're all kind of reading from the same hymn book where we're all like we'd rather it didn't come back yeah. but since Bruh, it's coming I'm back watch i'm gonna watch that game again. <laughs> <laughs> I think we don't we don't want to get to Deji no longer enough. So yeah. Um yeah, but I I'm I'm gonna be the antagonist here and I will say that I was I went to the back from day one still. From day one. No, I mean not from day one, not the, I'm, I'm happy one. to see the Premier League come back, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm happy he's back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see this is the thing, like I say, I'm a hypocrite because like even as a Liverpool fan, if they wrote this season off and they cancelled it, we didn't win the league, I'll yeah. be cool with that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that match is playing, I'm going to be watching. Like, every single minute of every single game that I can watch because it's football late. Plus, like, uh, at the moment, I'm furloughed, so I've got nothing else to do other than watch football. Especially Everton away as well when you're going to win the league, isn't it? Hopefully. Bro, if we win that league, it's been way too (laughs) long. Way too long. I'll win it anywhere, man. I'll win it, like, anywhere. (laughs) Um, Okay, moving on. Uh, so, D, you've touched on watching the Bundesliga. Anybody else watch any Bundesliga? I've watching watching the highlights. Yeah, I've just been watching the highlights, to be fair. Mm. Um, it's, it's just airy, man. That's the thing, innit? It's just it's what, watching it is really airy because there's no fans in it. So, and then you hear the players that shine and that, and you're just sitting there yeah. thinking, bro, I need, I need atmosphere, man. Need That's why I'm a bit worried about the Prem because I'm like, man, you just need. It's, good. it's going to be good watching it, but sometimes it feels like... I remember the Man United game, uh, the Europa. I can't remember who he played. It was their team anyway. But he played them, and then this was at the beginning when uh, coronavirus started kicking up. 
And um, I remember watching that, um, watching that game, yeah, and I was like, bro, it just feels weird, man. It felt like a training match. So it's weird watching it. I, I think the quality of the games have been pretty, pretty decent. I've seen some decent goals. So. I've also noticed yeah. that um, the home teams, you know, usually when the away team scores first and they're dominating the home team, like the fans help pick up the team. But when there's no one there to pick up the team, you've seen teams going to slap 5-0, like Mainz. So I hope that doesn't happen in Premier League as well. I mean... I think one thing I'm finding really odd, I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but on a personal level, I find goals really anticlimactic in it. So if there's like a miss, like a close miss, I'm more excited than the goal. Like, it's just weird. Like, the ball goes in the net and because you don't have that rush of cheers, it's just like, all right. And because they can't celebrate properly as well, it's like... You have it, the goal goes in, and then they just kind of like run back to the center spot and like they kick yeah. off again. And I'm finding that Not really bizarre. Lie, That's kind of become normal with VAR for me. <laughs> 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 be fair, yeah, yeah. I love how everyone is using this opportunity to just throw shade at certain problems <laughs> they've already had with the game. It's like, yeah, this is all interesting, but still, that old problem remains. And fuck it. Do you know what? Um, I'm so happy to be complaining about VAR again. <laughs> <laughs> Life is back to normal. Listen, honestly, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even going to lie. I was, I was watching the Bundesliga, and like, on, like, I've been so proud of the football that because I had this discussion with my dad. When my dad was watching the Bundesliga, we were watching that, and it was just kind of like it doesn't, it doesn't feel the same without the fans. And I was just, I just, I just turned him like, look, I don't even care. I, I'm just here to see football. I'm good. Like that is how, like I'm looking at it. I'm looking for a complaint. I'm just like. Motherfuckers, you either want it or you don't, which is <laughs> take, take the way it's been given to you and then deal with it. Like, after, like, look here, uh, here's, here's, here's my thing. Like, as much as I know the like the atmosphere is a bit lacking, and like, every it always helps to have like the shouts and that. My thing was, as, as I was watching the games, I, I still felt like, much like someone pointed out earlier, bonuses are still in effect. Like, players still have targets that they want to hit. And like, the, and you know, the the clubs are not going to go. Oh, there's a disruption. The, the clubs, if the clubs can get away without paying them, you know they're going to try. It's kind of like when, like the Arsenal players, when the Arsenal players refuse to take a, a pay cut, and people were like, "Oh, that's outrageous! How dare they?" And I was just kind of like, "Nah, because that's their mm-hmm. money. You don't mess with someone's money. It it makes it makes perfect sense because they because they were going. I think Arsenal put Arsenal uh, the Arsenal board was trying was trying to pull some of the slickest shit. I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if it's true, but it, I think they were making noise about oh the club needs to get into like the Champions League or some shit in the next two or three seasons. And even me as an Arsenal fan, I was like, with this squad, <laughs> fuck that. Any player that's signed that contract is a dickhead. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I want to pick up on a, a point because we're away. We took a break. Obviously, we weren't sure what was going on with football, so we took a break from the podcast. Um, and we kind of we missed the whole debate about wages. And I can't believe the attacks on football players. Like, I know they get a lot of money, and I know there's a lot of consternation about it anyway. But like, just the assumption that they wouldn't take all mm. of their pay just blew my mind. Like, just, not even it was like the expectation. It was like, all oh, right, the whole world is reeling. Footballers have to take a fifty percent pay cut. Whoa, where did that come from? Like, and you know, Henderson was organising stuff. Like, a lot of people have done stuff and kind of moved around. But like, I couldn't believe the 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 expectation that they were just going to give up money. Like, it's your wage. You signed the contract. Like, it's as simple as no, that. No, I, I think it, I don't think people. You know, there's no there's no fire without fuel in it. I think the thing is, what what was happening? I think what was happening. So this is my own perspective, my own opinion. I think what was happening is that everybody was looking at all the, let's say, uh, uh, the way the media's put it, key workers and essential workers. So everyone's looking at them and going, rah, okay, these guys are still out here working and whatnot. Let's see how much they're getting paid in it. So they're getting paid X amount of money. Do you know what I mean? And they're looking at footballers who now have a break Mm -hmm. and they're chilling and still getting paid X amount, which is further X's amount of money. So they're looking at the balance of it and saying, okay, cool, you guys play. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for if a footballer is getting paid X amount of money, that's cool. I, I haven't got a problem with, with that side of stuff and whatnot. What I do have a problem with is that just like any other industry, if somebody's working hard, hard, you should be able to turn around as easy as a footballer 
and say, I need a pay rise because I'm doing X amount of work. I, 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 I for example, agree with that. I feel all key workers should get hazard pay. And that has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a key worker. <laughs> no, just say, it. say, for example, we, we've all seen it in, it in, in all our respective clubs here. Um, a player plays well. You know, as, as no, a player comes in, he signed a three-year contract. Uh, a year later, he's banged in 20-odd goals or saved X amount of goals or something like that. He can turn around and or I'm out. Do you get what I'm saying? So it should be the same for a doctor, a doctor yeah, yeah. who's uh, X amount of people's lives to turn around and say, listen, I've saved X amount of people's lives. Can you pay me? No, but should, do you know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. When I found out how my NHS, <laughs> NHS staff are getting paid in there, I'm like, bruh, they should be getting paid more. These men work hard, you know? Yeah. Well, some of them. Eh? You mean, you mean, you mean us clapping at the clock isn't enough for them? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of going at their wages. I don't get you should get paid for what you do. Footballers do a lot, and I think people don't real a lot of people who don't watch football don't realize that. Do you know what I mean? Training every day, you're hardly at home. Do you know what I mean? The amount of pressure that you get, not just from uh, media and stuff like that, you get it from fans, you get it from you get it from everywhere. Do you know, what I mean? it's not nice. Nobody wants to wake up and you know, you know the newspaper and say, "Oh, you're shit." Bro, do you know how degrading that? Jacker. Exactly. Thank you. Do you know what I mean, bro? It's long, and then people sending you death threats just because you missed a penalty, bro. I just, it's not that deep. Do you know what I mean, bro? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I think that's what it was, and I've always said that. I think now, a point in football where the wages are getting ridiculous, and like there should be a cap to how much that you should be earning for whatever team that you're in. Do you know what I mean? People like Neymar getting paid, you know, 500K a week is madness, bro. It is madness, man. Even though nobody wants to admit it, that's just way too much. And then you've got NHS staff who's, you know, uh, not even, I don't, I don't want to say just NHS, but anyone else who's getting paid pettance and they're actually doing the hard work. And Neymar's there just doing, rolling on the floor, eating grass and that. Do you know what I mean? It's just madness. <laughs> He is the GOAT, so, you know, it only makes sense that he do that. Definitely not. Definitely not. No, he's not. Like, this is the thing, and, like, my my opinion of it, and it's not really based on this, like, I've had this opinion for a while now, is, like, football pay needs to get a lot more based on what you do. Like, it should be a lot more performance-related. Because, like I've said it, and I'll use Rooney as an example, like, and I think I've used it on the podcast before, is like he ended up on 350k a week or whatever it was, and then he moved to like Everton and then he moved to Kansas City. And Man United was still paying him money because they couldn't shift him on. This. And it's like, you're not playing for United anymore. Why are you still getting 350k Man United money, like for not doing anything for the club? He had a, good, he had a hell of a good agent and he got he a, hell a, of a good contract. They That's fair play to that guy. I, I applaud <laughs> that man. Um, is that, no, is that, like, like, like honestly, I think that's that's what it boils down to. Because if you if we're looking on based on like results and what they're doing, man, I would I someone should have kneecapped Ozil <laughs> by now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So Ozil was saying 350k a week, and he's I getting did. that if he doesn't make the team because he's not been training yeah. hard enough. That to yep. me is ridiculous. Like that's where the issue is. I think it's that kind of like um, I, footballers' pay is probably too high. Um, I don't mind too so, much about it because I'm glad that the people... So if you look at football as a, as like a, as a business, like I pay money to BT and I pay money to Sky and I pay money to go watch football and whatever. And I do that to watch the players on the pitch. I don't do it to watch the directors. I don't do it to watch the chairman or whatever. They're like a, a bit around it that makes football happen. So I quite like the fact that the the money is going to the players. Like the players are getting a big chunk of that because they're, for me, the ones creating mm. the value. Like, I'm not going to go watch the kit man, like, sit on the bench. Like, but I respect the fact that everybody needs to take their chunk. So, I don't mind the fact that footballers get paid so much in theory. It's mm. just when they get paid that much to do fuck Well, on. look at Sturridge. How long was Sturridge at like, Liverpool just collecting peas? I don't think that's fair to Sturridge because it wasn't like he was act- like he wasn't <laughs> actively injuring himself. It wasn't like he go on the pitch and go. Well, he wasn't actively fixing himself either, though, was he? No. Wow. I mean, all, all I'm saying is he had some injuries, and at the same time, he was bringing out like hip hop and grind beats. Bro, so. PJ, spare time. you? He was keeping busy. He was keeping busy, and you know, but like, 
All jokes aside, so what you're saying, Ben, is you would like if, like, the football in general as a sport brought in a cap system like they do with American football and the NBA? No, so I think the thing for me would be more performance-related. So I've been saying it for a while. I think if you've signed that contract, like, I don't blame Wayne Rooney. I don't blame Mesut Ozil. I don't blame Daniel Sturridge for taking that money. They've signed a contract. They've had negotiations. They've had their agent involved. It's been proper things. Like, I would be so angry if my work turned around and just said, oh, we're going to change your... Like, I understand it's a contract. Like, I fully get that. But maybe now we've had this situation, we can start looking at it and going, right, we'll cap your basic wage and we won't pay above 75K, 100K, whatever it is you want to do. But if you're Wayne Rooney and you score a goal, you get 100K. Like, push... Mm -hmm. The goal bonuses, push your assist bonuses, push the man of the match, push the win bonuses, but, push all of that up. Because think about it, like, if you're at Man United, right, Old Trafford is, what, 75,000 seater, mm. something like that? Now, say Man United, after all expenses and everything, get £10 or whatever it is from each fan or £20 or I don't know what ticket prices are. Definitely more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, like what, what, once you cut out all the costs and, you know, the yeah, other yeah, staff yeah. and everything like that, you've got a chunk of money for... The, the players, you should then proportion a chunk of that money based on who's played well mm. and not on just Wayne Rooney getting money when he's not even in, on the bench. Ozil getting money when he's not even on the bench. When somebody else, so it might be like Greenwood comes forward and Greenwood scores two goals, but because he's on a schoolboy contract, he gets like 50 quid or something like that because he hasn't signed those terms kind of thing mm. like that. But then again, if you say you want to put it based on performance, like depending on who, depending on what is, what the criteria is, like say, for example, players like, let's say Kante, for example, Kante's, Kante's job is more than just, um, like how would you accurately gauge a player, like defensive midfielders, for example? Would it be by tackles? Would it be by their presence? Yeah, you would do it by how tackles. You, you could do it by tackles. You could do it by no, clean sheets. Have... That's, that's the thing. You could do no, it. You could thing. do it based on clean sheets. You could do it based on the actual match performance. Then, you could do it assisting. You could have percentage of passes. But you no, could but have a ton of stuff. Say for example. But say for example, if you're doing it based on clean sheets, like okay, say for example, right? You put a defensive midfielder in Arsenal, right? Why would go, you do that? <laughs> <in the ball? laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's your that's loss. Yeah, saying. but that's your loss. But that's yeah, Then you play better. Unfortunately, I should have. So you're telling so you're telling me yeah, no, as a club you're telling me Arsenal as a club doesn't buy yeah. players for performance is what you're trying to say now. Dude, okay, just 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 so we're clear, I I have an Arsenal fan. I've seen some of the players we bought in recent years. I don't I think it's availability, like, cheap price and installments. <laughs> like and also exactly like look 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 at Pepe, right? Pepe might he might <laughs> like Pepe, Pepe might eventually be one of those like um, star player. Who knows? But the reason why he was bought wasn't because they were looking at oh, what's going to fix the team. A lot of fans have been trying shit about oh buy players, buy players, buy players. All of a sudden, Arsenal don't have seventy two mil. Look at that. There's a reason like everyone is now making payday loans, payday loan jokes <laughs> about the team. It's like. It's, it's not, like that, like that, they like look like look at Torreira for example. Torreira is like a good player. He busts his ass every time he's playing. If you come to me, if I'm Torreira and they come and they go, okay, like from here on out, your pay is going to be based on what the four dickheads behind you are doing. Like what the fuck? Like I I would like I I would boycott that club. What the hell? You're, so you're going to t- you're going to tie my paycheck and what I'm going to get to Mustafi? <laughs> <Yeah>. Mustafi? <laughs> hell no. No, I a... that, you're right. I mean, it's a fair point. Because like they 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 certain kind of, like there's certain like there's certain kind of aspects of the game that you can't really and actively objectively quantify. Like say for example, if you're looking at like if you're looking at look at look at strikers, right? Giroud is a good example. Giroud is not going like he went to the World Cup. He literally didn't score one goal and he left with a medal. But what he did provide to the team was intangible in that he he acted like as a good vocal point for the team to play with. And I don't even think he, he wrapped up that many assists, but he was like just his presence in the box added an extra element to the French attack that the defense had to consider it, even though they know okay, they might have suspected this guy ain't gonna be the one to score, they still had to cover him. They still he still had to do something. So in that kind of instance, is that thing of like 
should he now suffer because he didn't get the goals even though the team is winning? But this is what I'm saying. So I'm not saying you would have one direct bonus. I'm saying you could have a system of bonuses where you earn more Mm. money based on individual events or individual stats or stuff like that. Because you're talking about like uh, breaking it down and intangibles and stuff like that. Like if you go into some of the metrics that people use to like uh, follow football and stuff like that, a lot of this stuff like who scored and stuff like that is really involved. Like you can do something to have a fairer picture of what somebody is adding to the team. And I'm not saying you would necessarily have one stat. So like it would be unfair to necessarily judge Giroud on just goals scored, despite the fact he's a striker. Mm. But if you have goals scored and then you have assists and then you have goals scored by the team and whether the team wins and then you look at like I'm not saying it would be necessarily like easy to explain, but with the amount of cameras at football matches nowadays, the amount of things they already track. I mean, VAR aside, everything else seems to work quite well. I'm just saying it's maybe an option we should be pushing more towards because otherwise, as money keeps going on and on and on and on, you're going to have people like, if Neymar is out for three weeks because he got stuck in Rio again, (laughs) that's that's one and a half mil. Half mil, that's 1.5. 500. Yeah, uh, sorry, I might have broken up. One and a half mil if he takes three weeks off. For that body, they could literally like, hire mercenaries to kidnap his ass and get him back to France. Well, he had it. He went out there and he got stuck, didn't he, because of coronavirus this year. Every single year, he's had a reason to be at uh, Rio Carnival. Just saying. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame him, though. I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> Have you been to the Rio Carnival? I would no. like to go to Rio Carnival. I would also like to go to Rio Carnival and get paid half a million pounds for being there. That would be a nice. That would be a nice little thing. Okay, so moving on from oh, wages, sorry, but ben, if we I just keep had a quick it... point, mate, on the wages. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned like uh, tracking, right? And the whole the whole idea of tracking something that like quote unquote yeah. can't be tracked. For example, if there is a player who loves to dummy the ball, right? His movement, and his positioning okay. might might um might uh, confuse the defenders and add the uh, add the extra um what's the word that I'm trying to say like basically the calculations and the decisions that they have to make defensive players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if the guy, do you know what I mean? If the guy never actually touches the ball, but he sets up three goals by dummying it, what <laughs> like the how do we track that? But one thing that I thought was um and that's and it's come into play recently over the last like one or two seasons maybe is the expected quantity of something right we've seen it a lot right? expected like goals yeah, expected yeah. goals expected everything right um and i think maybe if that was able to progress in such a way that no matter where you were on the pitch like for example a defensive midfielder uh, no sorry let's go back to Giroud as a as a kind of unorthodox striker right the expectation of Giroud would be to hold up the ball to win aerial battles, mm. to, you know what I mean? To, to bring other people into play, to make key passes. Do you know what I mean? Mm, or to mm, get mm. head on the ball, win a certain number of headers. Whatever it might be, you have a set expectation for what a player like Giroud would bring to a team. And if you apply that to every player across the pitch, you could go back to CDM, Torreira, what would you like him to do? You have an expected number mm. of, um, or expected area of the pitch to cover expected number of tackles you know even if you wanted to you could go as far as like tactical fouling that kind of stuff like how good is a player at breaking up play purposefully right so i think you, if there was a model like that where you could analyze a player's performance against what was expected of them mm. almost base their salary against uh, what that what they met or what they didn't meet according to their expectations. Um, and I feel like, mm. you know, someone like, you know, I'm a Chelsea fan, I'm going to concentrate on that kind of stuff in my head. Like Tammy Abraham is a great example of that. His expected number of goals has been completely different to what he's actually achieved. But that's only because of his poor finishing. So how do all of his other stats match up, basically? I'd be really interested to know that. And then how his wage would be based off of that. But I, I that kind of thing, you know, I just found it really interesting. You know, going on what well, I, I know what you're saying is not wrong, and I get that that doesn't make sense. And I kind of agree, it should be to a certain degree like a um, bonus, uh, it should be based on the bonuses and stuff like that and whatnot, uh, based on their performance. But I mean, just to play devil's advocate, does that now apply to every single team? Because, like D was saying, if you've got 
I'm a centre mid, innit? And if I've got a shit defender or whatnot and it's based on clean sheets and you can't do your job, that's going to be quite irritating. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make any that's money there, yeah. And let's say, for example, I haven't even looked at the Prem table so far, but who's at the bottom of the league right now, if anyone knows? Fuck off. Oh, shit. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> Right, no, so it's, okay, uh, Norwich. Put, put Norwich into perspective. Now, I mean, if we're doing it based on performance, unfortunately, everyone's they might as well not have a club. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to base it on that, you see what I'm trying to get to. But this is the thing for me. So I don't think Norwich. So if you look at any of the teams down at the bottom, they've got players who have been playing well. So Norwich, Brendia, I think, has been playing very well. You've had Cantwell has been playing well. I'm not saying all of their pay. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying they should definitely have like a, a normal salary. I think it should I be. I think we should look at. We should look at, and particularly that top banding, like, nobody deserves yeah. 350k for doing nothing. Mm. Like, if Ozil, come, if Ozil just plays a good game, probably a little bit too high, but, like, if he just plays a decent game, fair enough, he's added something. But it's that getting it week in, week out, and bear in mind, Ozil yeah, will have to, bonuses on sponsor, top of that. Sponsorship deals. So, like, 350 is just his pay. So, I think it's just about cutting down that and saying, right, you can get 100k 150k, you know, whatever it is they decide it is, like that is the limit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then you've got the bonus above that to kind of pump you up. Mm. And then you've got like like that split kind of thing. Because I think at the moment there's just too much. And this is, you know, bringing it back to, you know, where I started off with, you know, the, the outcry against footballers with the coronavirus is like, but you signed that contract with them. Mm. Like they technically deserve that money. Ozil doesn't deserve the money any less for being off for coronavirus than being off because you should. I mean, I, I so, sorry, can I, can I, can I just say, Ben, are you, are you enjoying these jabs at this point? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I, I, I am know. loving it. Like, so good to be back. You're leaning into it tonight. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I mean, that, that to me is just where I think, not necessarily like uh, an instantaneous change, and I think they can do a lot with it. I just think that maybe it's something we as a football community need to start talking about a bit more um, and maybe putting that idea in the heads of... Because I'm sure clubs would love it from a perspective. Because yeah, but now you remember... Then they're not paying it's out money. It's going to be very hard to change because you can't do it with the generation of footballers that you have now. You have to do it with that. Because imagine going to someone like, let's say, Pogba, with the amount of money he's earning and say, listen, you know, take a pay cut and let's do everything based on bonus. He's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to laugh. Do you know what I mean? I think to some extent the cat is out of the bag, but what I think, I mean, just look at how ridiculous it is. Like, I remember, like, when I was growing up, it was like, if you got, like, what, 20k a week, it's like, oh, my God, 20k mm-hmm. a week now, people are getting 600,000. Mm-hmm. Like, it's blown up so quickly. And, like, this is the thing, like, not being funny, with the state of footballing, we might have clubs yeah, closing, yeah. we might have leagues well, falling apart and stuff like that. Like, they might be getting paid, but when it gets to the end of Pogba's contract, Man United are not going to be turning around mm. like his 500k or whatever he's on. But like, wouldn't, wouldn't you they say won't have the, money? the reason why there's such an increase in money is because of how much it stood to be gained? Like, for such a popular sport, isn't this inevitable? Wasn't it always inevitable? Because you look at it and you go, like, especially with the Premier League, from the moment the Premier League became a concept, it was mostly to generate more income, more funds to it. No, it, you don't I, think? No, I think mm-hmm. no. I'm, I partly agree, yeah, but you have to remember there was an error or there was a particular season where all of this fell, and there's one team to blame for all of this, and that team begins with a C. Do you know what I mean? It ends in C as well. Do you know what I'm saying? So, wow. Because of their sniper rifles today, yeah? Okay. <laughs> No, but it's true though. Ever <laughs> since Chelsea decided to go ham here in the transfer window, everyone went wild. Everyone went mad. Bro, remember the season when they got like Deco and Shevchenko? It's a madness. They had actually done a madness in the transfer window. And ever since then, all the other clubs looked at it and went, raw. You, you know, know what? what? I think we need to in the cap. Because we broke. So, yeah, you guys. So, I'm not really actually going to like blame them. And I know, I know why. So the two clubs that I actually blame for it, or the two clubs, one of them are affected, like both of them got affected by it, are Leeds mm. United. So they were the first wave of clubs who bet their future on a level of performance that they couldn't match. So I think this is part of the issue. I've got no problem. So I've never had an issue with Man United going out and spending £80 million on Harry Maguire. 
Like, it irks me as a Liverpool fan, but United make that money. Mm. Like, they're the most profitable youth UK club. They get that money in. Like, they've got that in the bank. They've got deals in place that they can keep keep that money rolling. The issue is when clubs start betting their futures on people. So, like, a club, I've heard rumours Arsenal have to sell six players just to fund the Pepe deal. Like, I don't know how true that is. Um, but that's when the issue comes in. So, Leeds United were the first one. And, like, I don't know if you remember when that happened. Like, some of the accounting thing came out. Like, Mark Paducah was partially paid for with money from the Mafia. Like, some of the stuff that came out mm. of that club, just because they were grabbing money from wherever they could to try and get that top four and secure their future. And that's kind of like an issue. And then I think the second uh, was um, QPR. Mm. When QPR got bought mm. over, and then all of a sudden you had a team from nowhere, like at least Chelsea were a Champions League team, but like they had a big cash injection and they were spending stupid money, but like they were bought on the basis of that. QPR were bought mm. because they were cheap and they were a club in London. Mm. And then they spent all of that money on all the same players that Chelsea bought. And then they just fell apart. And that's, I think, the bigger issue is when clubs can't... Like, Chelsea were bought because they were a club that could handle it. City are a club. They built City up. Like, they've done quite well yeah, at making them like, relatively... I mean, they cheated. But, but I'm saying, if we're, talking, if we're going back to players' wages and stuff like that, what I'm looking at is that... What I'm trying to say on my point, I'm trying to get across is that you've got teams... You've got these people that's come along and bought these clubs. Yeah, fine, fair enough. For example, uh, yeah, you've, gone, you've come across and you bought this club. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, the next thing that you have to now tackle is getting players or top-performing players, players of quality, these teams. Unfortunately, there was an era where yeah, people yeah. would join clubs based on, yeah, you know, uh, I like the history of the club. You know, they've won trophies, they've done this, they've done X, Y, Z, this is what they do. That era is gone. Now it's about, right, okay, cool, I've got a choice. Yeah, yeah. How much money can I make in a short period of time? Do you get what I'm saying? And remember, these clubs are now about... Now, if you look at clubs, clubs are buying players based on just one season. Oh, they've they, they outperformed this season. You know, let's refer cash at them because we need them at their club. They come to the club and they don't perform. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and this is... And as I said, yeah, I do believe like Chelsea are one of the people that do it. City are one of the people that do it as well. They just go, rah, let's just throw dash loads of money. And then if you now look at all the other clubs... Uh, below them they now uh, Man United is doing it now as well admittedly do you know what I mean they look at deals and just go how much money can we actually throw them and that's one of the biggest mistakes that ever happened to football because now um, people aren't coming to come and play football they're coming just to collect the coins that's all it is do you get what I'm saying that's what's caused a massive problem with the wages and, I, yeah. and again I don't see any of these generation of footballers turning around and saying you know taking that less of what we suggested a, a, a cap and I don't think ever they ever will, to be fair. Well, I think with, with it, it's kind of, it's, it's one of those things where the market will dictate how it plays out. Because I think we're, we're going to see going forward now, there's going to be a reliance on, more, or more of a reliance on youth talents coming through. Mm. Because, you can't, because you can't afford to buy the next Neymar or whatever, you're going to have to go back to your roots, isn't it? So you're going to go... It's why, like, you see um, some teams will be, like, even with Arsenal, Arsenal targeting, like, Martinelli from time in the hopes that, you know, he's going to turn up into something big. And then I think also you're going to see, like, even though Chelsea have money, but now they're going, they're looking to, like, the Dutch league to yeah, get yeah. On, on the cheap just to see because you realise that. And I think going forward, what's going to happen is, consciously or unconsciously, it's going to be the teams are going to start putting, like, the system is going to self-regulate is what the hope is when people now start focusing on like you talent rather than spending millions i'm going to like keep this one on me and like groom him until he actually like you know it makes sense no, yeah exactly that's, that's so, immature <laughs> <laughs> That is so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, I love, I love, I love. love but, I was, was it dangerous to that immature? Yeah. Like, but like, this is the thing. Like, looking back to that kind of, looking back to that era where it was, you know, Man United, fair enough, were like top of the league. Um, you had Arsenal, um, and you had Chelsea when they first got taken over. Do you not think that the best transfers that actually came through weren't the biggest ones? So when you look at, I'm thinking of Chelsea, like the players that came in and did a no. good job for them, Shevchenko didn't do that. Whereas Essien and Drogba did, mm. and they were, you knew the name, but it wasn't like, oh, my days, Drogba's the best striker in the world. It's like, okay, Chelsea are taking a risk on this player. 
and he's like more than paid that back. You know, with Arsenal, even Thierry Henry, we look back on Thierry Henry yeah. as being like one of the best strikers we ever. He was, cheap. but he had a good season. He had a good season at Monaco. He went to Juventus. He wasn't performing very well. Like he was a bit of a risk when he came in. Like nobody was like, yeah. oh my god, Henry is going to be like the no, second I, I, coming. Like, on a, of, like, really got lucky whatever. back in the day because we got we think... got Burkamp when we had no business getting him. We got Henry when we had no business getting him. So like, yeah. How can you have got you so oh, yeah, Arsenal but because honestly, Burkamp played for them? How did Arsenal so get how Burkamp? Did you I have get no Burkamp? idea. No, it's not you. Arsenal <laughs> no. got you when yeah. they signed Burkamp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, where the fan you? is all I'm like, gonna say. I, I have seen this club. This guy, ridiculous. Nah, I, I, I have paid, I have paid my dues and then some. I had to put, I had to, I, I, I had to put up with Shamak and Javinho and Mustafi. Look, there's a list, mate. There's and a Pepe, list. And Jaka and Chambers uh, and oh wait, they still play for you. <laughs> So that brings a close to part one of episode six. We'll try to get part two out to you as soon as possible. As always, guys, thank you very much for listening. Keep an eye out for the next episode. We'll keep bringing you more content as the Premier League restarts. As always, we hope you enjoyed the journey and uh, thanks again for staying with us.